lists and email marketing has a significantly higher return on investment. Yet so many of us, including myself, are not using it as effectively as we could be. And I'm sharing this with you now because this is a pivotal point. Welcome to the Master Your Business podcast, where we bring you the best in branding, marketing and customer experience strategies. I'm Deirdre Martin, your host. And if you've been asking yourself how to level up your growing business, your marketing, your customer experience, or how to make more of an impact with your brand, this show is for you. You'll discover actionable tips and insights to help businesses just like yours gain clarity and illuminate the path to success. Train with industry experts, learn sales and marketing strategies, business and mindset hacks, and be inspired by authentic entrepreneurship stories. As your host, I share the no-nonsense advice that accelerated my journey from boring bank manager to industry thought leader in marketing and customer experience. Learn how I made the leap into the world of six-figure success, digital courses, keynote speaking, and co-authoring a number one bestseller in just one year. Together with interviews from industry experts, this show ensures you're seen, heard, and hired by your ideal clients. Join our growing community of subscribers and let the Master Your Business podcast empower you to tackle your most significant challenges on your path to business success. Don't miss out. It's your turn to learn from the best and master your dream business. Welcome back to the Master Your Business podcast, where we look at all sorts of tips, tricks and tools that help ambitious professional service providers like you to achieve your version of success. I'm Deirdre Martin, your host today, and I'm talking about an underutilized gem that all my clients and I need, but are completely not using as much as possibly we could. And that is email lists. Yes, you heard me right, email lists. And earlier in the podcast, I did an episode exactly about what sales funnels are. And in case you missed it, I'll link it in the show notes here. But really, a sales funnel is about bringing a prospective client on a journey through your business, where the ultimate goal is that they work with you as part of that journey. In many cases, that starting point of that journey, or a very early stage for sure, is people opting into something that you offer for free, which results in you building an email list as part of that. And sometimes what happens is that people come on an email list, but there's no plan afterwards. You get their email, but there's no plan. And I see that happen quite a lot with my clients. And I've been guilty of that during the time that I've had my business as well. But I'm about to change your mind. In fact, I'm about to blow your mind with some incredible statistics about email lists and why this is so underutilized and that we need to do something about it. So firstly, 85% of people check their email every single day. 85%. Here's another one. 91% of people consider that email is actually a personal communication channel. I know I certainly do. 72% of people prefer to receive marketing communications from brands via email. So 72% of people want to communicate with you via email. Isn't that nuts? 
Now, what does that look like when you're looking at bang for your book? Because marketing can be time consuming and writing emails and getting them right can be time consuming. And so can social media, let's be real. And what's that time and effort making it look good, making it sound good. But let me set the record straight. Email lists are highly profitable. And I've researched this. I don't just come on here and share facts and information with you that I've pulled out of my brain, although quite a lot of them are. I generally go and study and research what I'm about to share with you. And here is something to share with you right now, right? A study by the Direct Marketing Association in 2022 found that email marketing has a median return on investment of €36 for every €1 spent. Now, I know a lot of you are in the UK and the US, so let me put that in relative terms for you too. That's in the US about $38 return on investment for every $1 you spend. And in the UK, it's probably about £30 or £31, £32 for every pound that you spend. What? That's a really good return on investment when you think about one piddly little email, really. And it's a significantly higher return on investment than you might get on other marketing channels, actually. And here's what I was really surprised by is that the typical return on investment that businesses get from their social media efforts is about €3.90 for every euro they spend. €3.90 compared to, what did I say there a minute ago, €35, €36? Wow. Search engine marketing. So if you focus on search engine optimization, that's about €2 for every €1 you spend. So email lists and email marketing has a significantly higher return on investment, yet so many of us, including myself, are not using it as effectively as we could be. And I'm sharing this with you now because this is a pivotal point. I'm recording this. It's December 2023. This episode is not going to air for some time yet. But by the time you're listening to this, if you're on my email list, you hopefully will have seen a change. Because I'm looking at this and I'm looking at what my plan is for 2024 and where can I better spend my time? Where can I get more of return on investment? Where can I direct my clients to get more of a return on investment? How can I help them grow? And I'm looking at all aspects of my marketing and I'm looking at email lists and researching email lists. Again, this is part of the prompt for sharing this episode with you. And asking myself, is this valuable for my business in 2024? Is it valuable for yours? And the answer is a resounding 100, 1000% yes. And email lists are growing, right? And again, I've done the research on this in 2022, because it's not the end of 2023 yet. So I don't have those figures. But there were 4.6 billion active email users worldwide. And that number is expected to grow by over 5 billion by 2025. 5 billion people will be using email by 2025. That's only 13 months away. Wow. Wow. So building an email list is crucial for maintaining a really direct connection with your audience, even in the face, and I think especially in the face of ever-changing social media algorithms, where it's more and more difficult to get eyeballs on your content. So I've created a practical list of some tips for you to help you with building your email list. So first, 
offer a compelling incentive. People are way more likely to sign up your email list if you offer them something valuable in return. And whether that something valuable is a discount code or a free resource or some exclusive access to content you've created, make sure it's something that's going to incentivize them in the first place. Next is make sure that your sign-up form is easy to find, right? So don't hide your sign-up form. Place it in a prominent location on your website, your blog, and social media pages. You can also use pop-ups sparingly to capture email addresses as well. Personally, just on this pop-up note, I hate the second that when you log on to a website that a pop-up appears. Give it at least 30 seconds before your pop-up shows up. Or there's another feature you can have with pop-ups whereby somebody has to scroll a certain amount down through your website before the pop-up appears. So just think about that from a user experience before you go and just have your pop-ups show it up immediately. Number three is use clear and concise calls to action. So your calls to action, your CTAs, they should be clear and tell people exactly what they're going to get by signing up for your emails. So use strong action verbs or like an active action verbs, things that are like download, subscribe or sign up, really be direct, tell them what to do. Next is promote your email list everywhere. Don't just limit your email list promotion to your website. Include a call to action in your email signature on your social media posts and even in print materials that you have. Number five is segment your email list. So once you start building your email list, it's important to segment it. That just means breaking it down into smaller groups based on interests or demographics or behavior. And why you do this is because it allows you to send more targeted and relevant emails that are going to resonate with each segment. So say, for example, for me, the three pillars that I work through with clients are brand, marketing and customer experience. So I might have three different types of incentives to get people to sign up for my email list. And each one of those things then means if somebody signs up for something brand related or marketing related that I can segment them. So if I'm going to email somebody, let's imagine I have a masterclass coming up, which I do next week, again, at the point of recording this. And that masterclass is about unleashing the power of storytelling in your business. So that's to do with marketing. It's also to do with branding. It's not necessarily to do with customer experience. So what I could do, and I probably will do now when I'm saying this out loud, is I will probably go and email the people on my email list who have signed up for anything with me that's to do with branding and marketing and ask them if they'd like to come along to this free masterclass I'm offering. So it's a way to give them extra value. But these are people who have opted into something I've already provided, and it's a way for me to help and uh, directly connect with them and offer them even more value. So number six here on my list is provide consistent value. And hey, I've just been talking about that, right? So the key to maintaining a healthy email list is to consistently provide value to your subscribers. So send them informative and engaging content regularly that they can look forward to receiving. Number seven, this for me is so important. Make unsubscribing easy. Don't make it difficult for people to unsubscribe from your email list. It's better to have a smaller and engaged list than a larger list of 
oh, tons of inactive subscribers. Basically, inactive subscribers are people who once signed up to your email list, but they never open anything. And number eight is track your email list growth. So there's tons of tools out there. Flowdesk is one of my favorites. I have an affiliate link for Flowdesk. I'll share that in the uh, show notes for you. Flowdesk I love because it makes writing your emails really nice. It makes it helps you build them out in a way where they look really smart. And MailChimp is another one you can use. There's ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, MailerLite, you name it. Uh, but I think if you're just getting started with email lists, Flowdesk is a really nice one. That's the one that I recommend to my clients and help them set up at the start. So use tools like that to help you then because they can track the metrics and the engagement metrics and that can help you identify what's working and what needs improvement. Now, when you do all of that and you're looking at growth, there are a couple of other metrics that I would urge you to be mindful of and to consider as well. So things like open rates. The average email open rate is about 21%. And that means for every 100 emails you send, probably 21 people or so will open them. If you're getting above, that means your open rates are really good. Email click-through rates are also high when the average click-through rate is around 3.1% or more. And again, this means that for every 100 emails you send where you have links inside of those emails that three people or more will click on a link within that email. So really all of this, it's going to take time and effort but it's an investment that will pay off in the long run. And so take these tips. I hope you had your pen and paper ready, but don't worry, they're all in the show notes if you've been listening on the go. And take these tips and use them to build out your email list, to connect with your audience, to grow your business and achieve your marketing goals. So folks, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Master Your Business podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and leave a rating and a review. And remember, share this episode with your friends and colleagues and anyone who you think might benefit from it. Until next time, keep mastering your business.